I'm Emily, and this is From Hustle to Hell Yes, the podcast with insights and interviews about entrepreneurship, the culture of work, and how to build a business that thrives with you. You'll walk away from every episode with ways to create more ease, enjoyment, and effectiveness in your business so you can really play by your own rules. Hey, y'all. Welcome to From Hustle to Hell Yes. I'm your host, Emily Carter of Change Agent Studio, and I believe that entrepreneurship is a tool for freedom and improving your life in a lot of ways. You started your business to play by your own rules, doing work that you love that has an impact on the people you serve. So much of enjoying building a business is also about redefining our relationship to time and work and being really clear on what's important to us. Because how we do business, the values and ethics behind our tactics and our marketing is just as important as what we're doing. So whether we're a done-for-you service provider or selling doodads or digital courses, et cetera, these are important things for us to know about ourselves and our business. In every introduction to this podcast, you hear me say, being busy isn't why you started your business. You started it to play by your own rules. What does playing by your own rules even mean, though? It means doing the work that you want to do when and where you want to do it. It means how you get it done. It's what you stand for. It's how your business makes you feel. and. It means that you are the decision maker and you own that role. Playing by your own rules might not sound like it's a tough thing to do, but I assure you it's not exactly easy either, at least not if you haven't thought deeply about what that means for you. Of all the things in that list of what playing by your own rules means, there's one thing that will make all the other things on the list a lot easier to manage, and that's trusting your decision-making and being confident in your choices. While we can't know the outcomes of our decisions in advance, we can make decisions that we'll feel good about regardless of whether it goes exactly according to plan. As someone with a history of anxiety, aligning decisions with my values has saved me from hours and hours of time on the struggle bus, wondering if I made a good decision or not. Knowing exactly what values are backing my decisions has prevented me from wasting time second-guessing myself because as soon as those questions, questions like, what if I made a bad choice? Or what if this is a huge mistake? Suddenly, I have an answer for that, and the answer is, it can't be a bad choice or a mistake because I chose based on the very foundations of what I believe to be true, the core of my authenticity and integrity. It may not turn out the way I'm thinking, but it will not have been all bad or a mistake. You know that saying, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything? Is that a saying? I think that it is. Well, anyway, I think that's true. If we don't take time to identify and define what our values are in our business, it's really, really hard to do all the other stuff with complete confidence. 
And by complete confidence, what I really mean is without attaching our self-worth to the outcomes. Does that make sense? Because when we attach our worth to a result, our individual self-worth, we start to become really attached to what that outcome is. And you know what? That outcome is actually not a commentary on who you are and how valuable you are. So here's what taking that time to get hyper-specific on your core values and where they show up for you in your business can do. It's a long list, y'all. There are seven really good reasons to use your values um, or ways to put your core values into good use. Okay, so let's go through these real quick. Number one, it can prevent decision fatigue. And when you outsource some of your decision-making to your core values, there's simply less to wonder about. Do you know how many decisions we make in a day? I do because I'm a really big nerd. The average person makes over 35,000 decisions in a day. And I'm betting that business owners make like twice as many. Number two, using your core values and your messaging can set you and your business apart from the competition. And P.S., attracting clients or buyers who not only want what you sell, but also resonate with what's important to you will take them from this is neato to, oh my gosh, I'm going to tell everyone I know about you. Number three, being intentional and using core values in our business can make it way easier to do marketing in a way that's actually aligned with your ethics as a business owner. So if you listened to the previous podcast, you'll know that I've learned this with some bumps along the way. Number four, Core values make it super simple to know what opportunities are a yes and which are a no. Opportunities you create, like pitching to be a guest writer for a publication, or opportunities that land in your lap, like being invited to guest on a podcast, these things are so much easier to weigh if you know that those partners or platforms are on the same page with you in terms of what's important to them. Number five, knowing this stuff makes it so much easier to find and invite collaborators that you haven't worked with before or don't really know you. So for example, if you're looking to partner with folks whose skill set is different from yours in a course or a project or something like that, maybe it's an event or workshop, whatever it is, not only will you be able to be to like be more sure that that they're a good a good collaborator, um, you'll be able to more readily identify them, but they'll be more interested in working with you too if your values are clearly aligned with theirs. Number six, this is a really quick way to help you figure out what vendors, service providers, et cetera, to use. So necessities aside, if you're comparing vendors and they all seem to do the same damn thing, this is a no-brainer way to choose and feel actually good about your decision and satisfied that it's the right choice for you. And number seven, checking in with core values can even help you decide how you operate within your business, what the customer experience is like, what your employees' experience is like, your process for handling complaints, your process for sharing content, et cetera. And those core values can even help you determine how you deliver your product and service at all levels. 
So in the last episode, I shared how following someone else's template wasn't the best decision for my business. And instead of stopping there with that situation, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to talk through how using my core values in that situation would have actually led to more ease, more enjoyment, and a heck of a lot more effectiveness. So my core values are curiosity, courage, community, and collaboration, um, and character, which I define as my sense of what um, what my integrity and authenticity are. So first, um, who I reached out to collaborate with. So my core values could have helped me with this um, because I could have looked for shared authenticity. So looking specifically for folks who are on the same page with how we talk about the topic. In this case, it was sales, marketing, and branding and um, and aligning that with what we see as, as business owners as our responsibility to the audience. And so I, I it would have been so much easier to find folks who were in alignment with that sensibility that I have. Um, about my responsibility and also my my views on sales, marketing, and branding, um, because it's hard to collaborate with somebody who disagrees on a fundamental level with you about what it is that you're talking about. Um, another thing uh, that this would have helped me with is that focusing on on folks who aligned in this way would have saved me so much time reaching out to folks who who like just weren't a very good fit for collaborating based solely on what we think works in sales, marketing, and branding and how we talk about it. You know, what we feel our responsibility is to the folks who are attending the, the event, our responsibility to those that we're marketing to, um, why we're doing it, you know, what, what's the reason, what's our why, um, do we have overlap in what we're all about? Do we have overlap in what we believe to be true about the world? Do we have overlapping values or missions that can help us build trust with each other? Because it's not so much that we want to that we want to um, live in a bubble and be perfectly aligned with everyone that we interact with, but having those overlapping values and missions can really help us gain a kind of understanding um, more quickly. Um, another way that this could have helped me out is um, how I reached out to them. So as I said before um, in in that previous podcast, episode number five, I used a swipe file and just dragged and dropped my details in. And this came off pretty weird for like a couple of reasons, but primarily the drag and drop content. So the stuff that I actually wrote did not mesh well with the swiped content. Like, duh, right? It just did not sound like the same person from paragraph to paragraph um, because like, because it wasn't. It literally was not the same person who wrote it. And it actually created some dissonance. And let me tell you, that dissonance meant folks either ignored me or even worse, it made them suspicious of me because something felt off, you know, like raised a little alarm in them. And this did not create trust. I could have stepped into curiosity and wondered a bit why, about why I thought this would be easier and better than writing all of my own copy from scratch. I could have stepped into courage and been more trusting of my own capability. Um, or I could have stepped into courage and been really vulnerable in my communication and outreach and just honest about where I was coming from. And I guarantee that would have gotten a far better response than what I initially did. In fact, later I did get more vulnerable and rewrote the entire email. 
And the response rate um, on that was actually amazing compared with the swipe ver verbiage plus my content mashup. Um, another thing that I want to consider is what would the result have been if I'd been more, if I'd like more intentionally woven those core values into the entire experience? It's hard to say what would have been different because the event was amazing. I mean, the speakers were incredible and I'm so grateful that it turned out so well, despite my early missteps. So here are some things that I'll be trying in my next summit because of my core values, knowing that it's going to make the process easier, it's going to be more enjoyable, and probably more effective. So one of the things that I want to do is I want to commit to reaching out to only those folks whose work overlaps with my own mission and vision, instead of being focused on just complementary skill sets alone. So previously, I focused really on finding folks who could speak to things that I couldn't um, to create a really interesting and helpful event. And that was really smart. You, of course, want to do that. But if I had focused also on being committed to finding and reaching out to folks whose work does actually overlap with mine, I could have saved myself a lot of time. As it turns out, I ended up with those folks anyway um, after I changed some things in my outreach. Um, but um, you know, starting from that place could have saved me a ton of, of time in my outreach. And I might've been able to get even more people on board with my event by focusing that way. Another thing um, that I want to try to strive to do is be more myself in my outreach and my marketing. So like no more swipe files for this part, at least not copying and pasting, right? So I might use files to guide what ideas I have or what approach I might take with my outreach, but I'm not going to copy and paste anything anymore. It's just not going to work for me. Another thing that I want to do is, um, is I don't want to use tactics that make me uncomfortable. So I don't want to use false urgency. I don't want to use purchase timers. And these are things that I sort of edited out along the way in my last summit. But this time, um, I want to make sure that I'm starting from that place. So that's something that I'm going to make note of and try to do a little bit more intentionally next time. The other thing is that I want to make the requirements for the event a conversation instead of a bunch of boxes to check, which is so much easier to do, actually, if I love the work and the alignment of the, with the other person, right? It's so much easier for that to be a conversation and, and like a good one instead of an awkward one. And the last thing that I want to do is I want to donate the money from my next summit to a worthy cause. I don't know what that looks like yet, but I know that that's something that I want to strive to do and try um, to, to use this event to go beyond uh, information gathering um, and have it influence something that I think is important. Okay, y'all, I've shared um, all, of, all of this with you. There's, there, again, there's so much more to this conversation. And um, if something in this episode stuck with you, I'd love to hear what, what struck a nerve. Um, and you can get at me at emily at changeagent.studio. Um, I'm super excited about the next episode. Um, I'm interviewing the amazing Kate Donovan, whose work I've been following for years now via the Fried Podcast. And if you aren't familiar with Kate yet, you're in for a real treat because she is a rock star when it comes to all things 
work life and burnout related. Um, so be on the lookout for that uh, coming up next. And thank you so much for listening. There are hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there. I'm really, really stoked that you chose to listen to this one. You can find a link to the show notes on my website. You'll find the transcript there along with any resources that might've been in this episode and any other episode. So you can go to www.changeagent.studio slash podcast and uh, find that information there. All right. Have a wonderful rest of your week. I'll catch you next time. Thank you so much for listening today. If you want to dive even deeper in today's episode, just go to www.changeagent.studio slash podcast and look for this episode's show notes, sign up for our newsletter, or hit up our Facebook group from Hustle to Hell Yes, where we discuss and share even more resources for building a thriving business and actually playing by your own rules. Thank you.